I keep it juicy, juicy. I eat that lunch. Mm. Yeah. She keep that booty, booty. She keep that plump, yeah. Welcome back to Contemporaries, the podcast. It is me, Kyle, back in Chicago, or still in Chicago. I don't know why Daryl and I keep saying it like that. It's because we miss each other. Daryl, wow. Thank you for existing. <laughs> uh, guess, special guest today is Merv, and we just are going to chit-chat a bit, then yeah. get into the interview, but maybe you just want to tell us who you are, and we'll just start there and... Yeah. I guess we're going into the interview. <laughs> hey, contemporary ads. I am Merveline. Um, I am 24 years old, living in Chicago, nine to five, businesswoman by day. We don't know what I am at night, but overall, um, I am a fashion blogger, styler, content creator. I have a um style page on instagram and i also have a blog where i obviously blog about my outfits but i also take a different approach and kind of talking about some topics that matter to me so overall that is who i am i'm mm. a sister i'm a friend i'm a content creator Ooh, a content creator i like that so how long have you had a nine to five I've had a nine to five since I graduated back in 2017. Wow. So, yeah, so two like, years? Yeah, two years. Wow. Two long trying years. That is impressive. I am two weeks into <laughs> my first like nine to five situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how long have you been a content creator? I've been a content creator. Honestly, if you're really talking about it since like MySpace days, but... Ooh. Let me wheel it in. Let me wheel it in. I'm going back there. Let me wheel it in a little bit, but um, officially since 2015, um, which is about sophomore year of college year. Okay. So I was back home. I didn't have anything else to do. I told my cousin, "Take a picture of me. I'm about to start a blog." Mm. That's how I started. What blog site did you start with? I started with Blogger. Mm. It's I, I love it for like friendly beginner i don't know too much about the blogging world it's great but i wanted to start seeing more insight on my blog so if i want to do partnerships and things like that i want to have the insight to know this mm. is how my blog is doing this is what you would get out of working with me so i was like let me move it over to wordpress.org not mm-hmm. .com they're two different things Ooh, uh, okay yeah because i wanted to self-host my my platform so i own everything on there and not someone else Mm. Yeah, so that's what I did. Why I did uh, WordPress.org. Mm. And tell us about MySpace. Was that about fashion, or were you like having like good music and like yeah. graphics? Yeah, I was. I was a graphics girl. I I started my coding career uh, <laughs> back in those days where I would literally learn how can I get into this code to manipulate how my page is gonna look, how I want it to look, and the things that I want on there. So. I was into all of that, finding a different way to buy themes and like low key. I've changed my way since this, but removed the creator's credit off of it because it didn't look good on my page. I did all of that. So that's when I started my. Mm, and how old were you in 20? And how, what are you like, 11? What's MySpace? MySpace was, yep, it was middle school. Okay. I'm pretty right. sure it's I, I remember. Being like a it freshman in, in high school. school and having some MySpace drama. Mm. So, 
at I least like 15 ended, for me. Yeah, it ended, yeah, when I was a freshman around that time because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you were mm-hmm. still like transitioning onto Facebook. Right. I remember when I got my Facebook and I went, like, yeah. I don't use my Facebook much anymore. <laughs> I just have a picture. picture from yeah. my Instagram, so I didn't go on Facebook to upload it. <laughs> LOL. When did fashion start for you? Uh, mm, yeah. Ooh, I have great fashion stories too. <laughs> I, I love to chit chat more. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Of course. Let's go fashion into that. Fashion for me has been always. It's mm, always do you remember? Like, I, I remember I had this. Like, um, <laughs> I remember. So it's a white Fubu shirt, yeah. and then like it had like a Fubu like like it said Fubu in the middle, and it was like red and blue, and then it had matching. It's like jeans, but yeah. then like on the side was like how Adidas stripes are. Oh, okay. uh, Fubu down with the matching Fubu that was on the shirt, and like I love this outfit so much. And like my parents always tell this story of like. I like loved it so much, and we we're supposed to be going on a class field trip. Yeah. And I wore it the day before the trip, being oh, too hype, oh my God. and was so upset. Like the next day that like we go on the trip, and I do not have on my favorite Fubu outfit. Stunt. Like yes. you wanted to. Yes. Do you do you have an outfit that you recall I do. I, from? I'm thinking about it right now. As soon as you said, I was like, I know the perfect one I want to talk about. I was less than five. Mm. Yeah. And when I tell you, I was to the nines. To 10 minus ones yeah i, I believe was, it so i had on this striped um it's kind of like a regular polo type of shirt not a polo but like you know like that cut mm-hmm. of a polo that shirt and then i had on this denim kind of pleated skirt a little bit mm-hmm. with the um the blazer at the top but it has like the cut the sleeveless la- oh, blazers okay. And then I have my my white little church shoes with yes. the the socks that has like the stuff around it. And I had on I had I was holding on one of those nineteen nineties cell phone, like big chunky cell phone Help me. with a braided bob. Man, I was not in the braided bob. I was serving face. I was serving outfit. I was serving. This is too funny. No, literally as soon as you said the shoulder cutouts. Um, there's this podcast called Jade and XD. Mm-hmm. And do you hear how they talk about uh, love? After after lockup yeah. and they called that one girl jazzy shoulders <laughs> for having a jacket or a shirt like that that's funny no i also recall no i I've, I've always had a very eclectic style and i was so happy that my parents would let me like do what that's i wanted because i had these like velour purple pants that i remember like were a huge part of my childhood mm-hmm. and like checkered pants like they're like back in style now yeah. like and i was like i want i like want but those were so perfect they're like red i got them for christmas they had like gold like accents on them i was yeah. like fashion has always been so important and like mm-hmm. i've just recently you know become an educator and i've been it's been only a week but i've been taking my outfit so seriously yeah. and i think it's so funny like because i'm judging myself in it i think i look so young and i feel so ill prepared that i need to wear these like really nice outfits and like that's so interesting like how clothes like do this thing for you they're like kind of a mask a lot of people are like you know you try to be cool i'm not really into cool i don't really care you know whatever we all to some degree some more than others have a sense of fashion we have a taste of fashion we have a story with fashion we have some type of connection with fashion in whatever way that it may be mm-hmm. but we all at the end of the day share that in common right so what i'm just I, is my head is just like i'm so like this where i'm like we literally have to wear clothes because of the fucking society right. we live in so it, like what what is wearing clothes every day without fashion like like what do people right like right like what do people 
Like, are, are people really just putting on clothes because they have to? Like, or, like, I feel like it always, it's, it's an aesthetic. There's always yeah, an aesthetic always attached an aesthetic. to it. Yeah. yeah. Even if you think you're too cool for the world, whatever, you have an aesthetic. Because you're always going to go in your closet and you're going to reach for that. Or when you go shopping, you know exactly what you're looking for. You know what your aesthetic is. Mm. And if it's something that doesn't fit your aesthetic, you're like, mm. Right. Exactly. You no, know, exactly. Like, if you want to try something crazy, we'll go to that thing. Mm. But everybody has an aesthetic, whether they like it or not. Wow. It's just something that's kind of like ingrained in us over time. Mm-hmm. You kind of see and absorb things, and then you make this like unconscious decision that this is what I'm going to be. Mm. You know, yes. through the clothes that you wear. Oof. You said so. closet, and my first question is, what's your favorite thing in your closet? Oh, gosh. Give me multiple. Go for oh, it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I feel like no. Okay, like okay. So let's go backwards. I like Stan. Like I follow both of your pages, oh, and I'm like, you wear great outfits. Like I'm loving yeah. you. Great looks, great pieces Thank put you. together in the right way. Great photographs. Like, please tell tell us the great things you have, and I think yes. you have like really good stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So my favorite thing right now that I'm absolutely living for are my Lady May Court Lux ones. Mm-hmm. I the moment I I've always followed Alaylee as well. She's like a tomboy, but she's like high fashion. With okay, I just, I just okay. really love her aesthetic. Alaylee, yeah, Alaylee May. Alaylee May. Mm-hmm. Okay. She has uh, straight long black hair. She's a light skinned black woman, but she has this amazing style. So she came out with these shoes, and I was like, and I'm 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 already on my. I want to support more black designers. I want to support more mm-hmm. minority owned business owners, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So when she came out with those shoes, I was like, I, I want those. Mm-hmm. I looked at it. I saw the colors. I saw the cut. I saw the removable fur and the different shoelaces. And I was Ooh. like, that's my shoe. Mm-hmm. And it sold out like the month it came out. Wow. So wow. I didn't get them, but I ended up going on um, the GOAT app. Mm-hmm. I, I know. went on the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I put it in my wish list because it was a little expensive at the time because like resale value was like double you know mm-hmm. and then one day i just get this alert it's the lady may ones and it's only ten dollars above, above retail which mm-hmm. is like almost unheard of so i was like order order it right now and so that's one of my um top favorite things okay okay um another thing that i really like in my closet i would say my jean skirt Okay. I feel like we're going back into. Mm. Is it pleated like the one from? No, the, it's okay, not. Okay. Unfortunately, not. No, I'm. I need. I want to see it. You should show me a picture later yeah, because I, I want mom, a good jean skirt. My, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to show it too. But um, yeah, this jean skirt that I got from H and M. Ooh, it's distressed, and so I absolutely love Ooh. that. Since we're going back to jeans, what have you paired it with so far? So far, I paid it paired it with this white kind of like. You know, like that material that's kind of like uh, not styrofoam, but it's like okay. real cloudy. The material is like really cloudy. Like it feels like very like airy. Okay. And because cause you got big sleeves? No, because you have like the material of it, mm-hmm. you know, like silk, nylon, all okay. that stuff. But it's like a really, I'm going to have to show mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I was like, I'm not I'm here. Sure you, you know you on a whole nother level. <laughs> like, I'm trying to this way, like the technical <laughs> Like what? It's like styrofoam. Yeah, I'm hard. Wow, well, right, right. Okay, I know okay. That type of material, yes. But I paired it with that blouse with the puffy sleeves, and then it has like the kind of like a deep cutout. You know, show low, show the girls, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, tie a, a bow in the front. So I wear it with that, and then just like a casual. Um, 
bandeau bodysuit. Um, I think those are the two things that I wore with so far. But it's definitely something an item that you can. It can be a lot more dressy, or it okay. can be casual, right. or it can be. <laughs> Sorry, friends. <laughs> it's versatile. So yeah, and then last thing that I'm absolutely obsessed with in my closet uh, is my Telfar bag Ooh. that I just recently purchased. So I'm super excited. I wear it every chance I get. <laughs> she has it today and I have it here. <laughs> that is too yeah. funny. Hold on, we're so we're gonna take a break now, Daryl. I'm doing this just for you because you always want for me to take a break in between so we can play some music, and I'm very excited about the song that we're playing. bag so literally my biggest question right now is like i've i've worn heels every day since yes what power do you say no because i don't got no flat professional shoes oh. i feel like you need to get some yeah i feel like i keep going to the stores and i'm not in love with any of them i just really? gotta buy some because okay i really want some stan smiths and just like oh yeah because i feel like they go good yeah. and like i talked to some of the other teachers today and they're like yeah no those work but it they seem like a lookbook of what's professional and it wasn't, and in, it there. wasn't in there but they're like no that's just like formality so can you not wear sneakers to work then they or? said you can it's just that the students don't so like maybe like try to do a little bit extra yeah or more exactly so i'm just like i've, I've literally i've been at target i've been at marshall's and i'm just like really? multiple of both of those establishments and i'm just like none of these spark joy like i'd rather wear heels and may, but maybe that's like okay. i that's my problem have you tried mules yeah, so style. I've yeah, so I I've worn mules and then I have like um a boot heel and then mm. like a like so like they're not bad heels, like they're like short heel, and yeah. like block, right? So it's not bad, but <laughs> we'll talk about that off camera <laughs> or off <laughs> because it's a whole other thing. But right, I've I've literally worn heels every single day and it's just like at least the last two days I've like worn flats on my commute and mm. changed into my heels because mm. I have been wearing heels like the whole and oh, it's no. interesting because even in undergrad I wore heels a lot like that's really? like it's right that it's like be, this that might be your thing like like I said unconsciously mm, right but I'm just like and right and maybe for me I just need to figure out a traveling shoe and those mm. can be my Stan Smiths and if I feel like I need to change it to my shoe I will and yeah. if I Cause that's like a real thing. I'm like, what I've literally wore in heels. Chicago with, nah. and, and I it's really because yesterday I wore these pointy toed heels and like I went to Rogers Park to do someone's hair and like had to. I just was in those shoes yeah. all day and pointy toed shoes are just not the oh, deal. No. I like I always go back and forth between if I'm gonna put tissue in them this day or not because <laughs> they like sometimes they like flap off. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. And I wear the shoes because they're like cute. Yeah. But every but people judge them. They're like, what are you like? But they're so cute. They're like these patent leather like pointy toe like a little bit bigger than the kitten heel yeah. but i fuck with them the long way yeah i know i feel it i can only imagine it but yeah. i i love a good kitten heel i feel like you've talked about a kitten heel and a wedge before tell me do <laughs> do yes it yes wedges are wedges not canceled i i say they are tell me you say they are still i say look, they're canceled look and people wear them oh, i feel you mm -hmm. if you would have caught me 
a year, two years ago, maybe even six months ago, mm-hmm. I would have tell you I don't ever, ever <laughs> want to see you in a wedge because you are a grown woman and you need to act like it. But as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. stilettos. Because uh, that was the whole point of wedges in the first place. Yeah. They were easier. Stilettos are a nightmare. Say the least, but I'm gonna keep wearing it because I'm about to pull off the fit regardless. Exactly. But as we get older, you just like I'm trying to be comfortable. I need something that's gonna support me throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we might have to go revisit the wedge conversation. (laughs) Wow. And I've seen some cute ones. The problem with wedges really is they have just been so ugly, Mm -hmm. so ugly. Unless Mm -hmm. you're at a graduation, a barbecue, a baby shower. Mm graduate or at a retirement party you know those are the best places to get the most use of your wedge but just getting older and just really i feel like a family reunion works too family reunion if you stay on the the concrete slab right (laughs) but yeah ever since you know you just get older and you're like i need something that's going to support me so i'm like let's revisit wedges so wedges are i saw you say that and i was like if merv saying it like (laughs) low-key if i see some cute ones i might give it a go because you can pull you can pull a fit i ain't been messing with them for a long time and i remember having wedges in undergrad and being like oh but these are so comfortable right like these are really good shoes what do you feel about those platform crocs i want a pair i do too oh they're at the so I the, the water tower shoes. at uh the water tower has yeah. an akira and they're on sale oh, they for 49.99 really? yes a per a pink pair and a black pair i really like and i'm like yeah i want and i want the jewelry for them like the croc jewelry Oh yeah, the the little something. Yes, the yes, they are. I yes. saw them the other day, and I was like, I want these, but I shouldn't buy them yes. because they're like they're not practical at all. Like, I was thinking, like, working out, you can't wear that. They're not practical. You can't wear them to the beach. You can't wear them going errands. Like no, you can't wear them at work. And why you wearing Crocs to work? And oh no. my goodness, yeah, they're not practical at all. But you can't just take it, you know, put it on, take your picture, and be about your day. <laughs> but platform that's shoes are like something that I'm definitely in. I even like the platform sneakers. Have mm-hmm. you seen um like the Nikes? And mm-hmm. like, I know Hey Friend Hey. Yeah, yeah. I've seen her yeah, with some like, on. Yeah, style. Mm-hmm. And they have like the Air Force One style. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I really, really mm-hmm. love those. Styles. I found yeah. it hard to walk in them. <laughs> like platform oh, really? shoes. Like I'm like, oh yeah, no, they are wrong. They're like, really hard because it's like just so flat. <laughs> I'm like, something's happening. Like curvature. Yeah, it's just like boom. Yeah, block. I'm yeah. gonna grab those Crocs. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so talking back, so you say you're a content creator. Like, I wonder, do you consider yourself an artist, a creative, both? Mm-hmm. What, where, where are you on that spectrum? I would lean more towards the creative. Okay. Okay. Do you? Um, would you have? Do you have a practice outside of fashion? A practice outside of fashion when I can. And when, and when I was in college, dancing, I always, Ooh, always, okay, always okay. been my thing. That's mm. something that I've always been good at, something that I've always, like, kind of trained at and, you know, performed year after year to kind of make myself better. So that's when I do get the chance to now because, you know, working full-time kind of ruins your life. But dancing. Damn, Merv. Yeah. It kind of ruins your life. <laughs> God, this no, I, and so I, that is what I really do want to talk about because I mean I was it's so hard for me to talk about my book and shit because whatever I'm just like sensitive yeah no, but um I the whole point was I know I needed to finish it before school started because I know that's gonna become my life yeah. because I wonder so do you 
or have you ever or tell me how you feel about coming home from work and doing work on your creative ventures um, it almost never happens mm. wow so the but the weekends you try <laughs> the to- weekend that's when i really have to really dedicate the time and force myself to mm-hmm. do it because although it's something that i'm absolutely passionate wow. about i love it i can't put 100 <clears> percent. <throat> excuse me focus into it because it's not what feeds me it's not what wow so i have to do that you know when it's pre-planned i have the time i'm gonna do it for i'm gonna go for it otherwise working full-time that's kind of where my mind's at most of the time because it drains me so much Mm -hmm. by the time i come home i'm like i don't even know if i have the energy to deal with this or i just don't have the time yeah and i i feel like i don't know like quote-unquote routine can like help with that and like it's scary for me to think that like I won't create mm. in this like however long right. I decide to have the job because I'm 26 and real I I used to be on this whole like I don't want a job like I'm a poet and like it's not important but I literally I need money to survive like literally. I don't want to like count literally. on my like it's a blessing but like I'm grown like right. I don't want that to be my life like I don't want to like ask my parents and like I'm trying to like be in Paris and shit and like right. they're just You're definitely gonna they're just making sure I'm like surviving yeah. they not letting me pull up to where I want to pull up to right. um so I get that I need to have a job and what is that how do you balance that like I need this job and I know that I'm a creative and I know I ain't coming home and writing these poems yeah. because I was just at work all day and I deserve rest. Like I have to like take care of myself. Speaking of which, <laughs> self-care. I just oh, saw and that like no, so I saw this um there's this um spa called Air A I R E mm-hmm. and they have these crazy ass spa deals, but they're so expensive. The cheapest one was like two seventy six, oh, but it's God. like I know, I know. It is girl buy, but it's like fuck, fuck, fuck. Like uh, I kind of wanted to spend my money on that yeah. though. Like ooh, it was, was it a lavender. Things? Yeah, so yeah. it was like um, a seventy-minute lavender uh, massage. Mm. Uh, you have like you can like into there's like three different baths that you could like get into, or the bath has three different settings. Um, just so many things there's like lots of lavender involved like uh the 70 minute massage and then maybe like 70 minutes inside of something else it was a lot but it was like 276 dollars and i was just like that's how i feel i'm gonna like treat my like this is the first time i have a salary and my like bills are very low so like i'm planning a trip to paris at the end of december like for because we have winter break and then i'm low-key trying to go to paris for (laughs) the end for winter break spring break and the end of the semester just because like i'm really trying to live there and i need to like get accustomed to to the space yeah. yeah Um, but my line sisters said we should go to Cayman Islands for. I just came from the Cayman. Ooh, tell me. Wait, so did oh you did you do a resort? No, no, no. Ooh, we, we did an Airbnb actually. Ooh, absolutely. Okay. Honestly, I would recommend everybody go to the. Caymans. Oh shit! Well, I guess we're going. Go to the Caymans. The people there are so friendly. They're- and you got an Airbnb. See, yeah. I feel like I kept feeling like if we're not gonna be in a major city, we need to just be on a resort because it feels easier. It does. But- it is easier, but we just wanted more freedom to like venture out do our thing because mm-hmm. we don't want to feel like we spent all this money here so we're not going to leave this resort we staying and getting yeah. all the right, right right i didn't want to feel that way and we were able to kind of tour almost the entire island mm-hmm. it's not that it's not that big so it's like pretty doable to like travel most mm-hmm. of it 
So had we stayed at a resort, I don't know how much we'd venture out or off of the mm-hmm. property. Ooh. So no, I'm gonna ask about that because I I've traveled mainly to like cities. Like my yeah. first tropical destination was to the Dominican Republic. We went to Santo Domingo yeah. for my uh, fifth year anniversary. Right? Yes. How can can we not talk about the fact that we are both right. sore? This is this is my sister in the building. Hello. And I still remember that first time we went out at Northwestern. Remember yes, that? yes, oh because I was with Kayla, and it's so funny. Yes. I met her at AFLV, and I went to AFLV. Did you really? So much fun. Uh, yes. I wonder, but probably not the year me and Kayla met. No. Right. Okay. I went like twenty six. And you enjoyed it? Loved it. That was like, and I only Loved went it. that one year, but Same. I was like, this was, it just felt so it great. I said, this was amazing. beautiful. Yeah. I I was president of MPAC and you were president of your chapter and I, that's why you went? I was president of my chapter and I was also inter, internal vice president for the multicultural. Ah, so okay. Okay. I had to go. Ah, down. yeah. No, exactly. No, that was... Mm. Perfect time. Literally, though. literally, it was amazing, especially seeing all like all the different ores mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. the camaraderie between like the black people and like it was great. Yes, I yes, it. I loved it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> um, so, how does having a full time job help mm-hmm. your practice? And we'll just start there. We're all positive today. Yeah, like, I'm sure, how does it help? I'm sure it posi- It yeah, probably does. It, it helps a lot. Number one, in the, in the most major way, it helps fund it. Mm-hmm. I can't be a blogger or mm. a fashion stylist without money. So it, re- it really helps keep the venture going. And now that I'm in a space where I'm making a lot more money than I was at my last job, I'm able to do you know, above and beyond. Like, if I want to run a studio, I want to run a studio and pay my photographer mm. and find the clothes for my my girl that I'm styling and stuff right, like that right. because I have this job mm-hmm. so it really helps me big time in that way wow and okay so let's talk about like when you do a shoot how much planning goes into that mm-hmm. and like just yeah just talk about the process of a yeah. shoot and like when you make a post or like just everything so when I plan a shoot I actually did one not too long ago I, I came up the creative direction where it's going to be, everything was me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had planned everything from top A to top B. The model and the photographer just show up. And then I do the styling and like kind of like a little bit of the art direction as well, too. Um, so it requires a lot of kind of like thinking, like, what do I want to, what do, I want to do? Mm-hmm. What message am I trying to portray? What aesthetic am I trying to reach? And how am I going to do it? What are the clothes going to look like? Um, how many looks am I going to have? Um, am I going to need any props? Um, is there going to be stuff with lighting? So you have to think about all of that mm-hmm. before you go into a shoot. And then once you get there, you got to think about the setup. So am I going to be setting up? Or is there going to be a makeup artist? Um, do we need somebody to do hair? Or I'm just going to do everything by myself because I'm just starting off. Mm-hmm. So I need to kind of build my own type of experiences before I get to a level where I'm paying everybody. So I have to do some of the work yes, myself. Exactly. Besides, like obviously, the photography I definitely couldn't do. So we kind of make do with what you have. And that's typically how it should mm-hmm. go. And then when it's going, you got to make sure it's on time and then you got to make sure that the vision mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. going to come to fruition based on x mm-hmm. y and z and mm-hmm. you need the position we need to change the backdrop and wow it seems like ah, oof you must have a i just dropped my <laughs> straw people and it's not a paper one <laughs> yikes um but i talk i think so much about like my major uh creative practice which is like writing poetry and like it's just like all about me and like 
how how is the relationship with you and your photographer and like do you like how does that feel to like you like right you can like have this look and serve it but like people like in the city can see it unless right. someone takes a really good picture right, of it right. so how is that like knowing that like the photographer is a huge part of this equation yeah um it for us it makes sense because we've mm-hmm. been working together for so long mm. so it's like we've gotten accustomed to working with each other we know what each other is like we know he knows like what i like mm-hmm. and stuff like that and in the midst of being the subject i have to kind of go in there and make sure the photographer is bringing my vision to life because when i put on an outfit i know what i, w- I know what the backdrop needs to be and i know the type of photo that i'm going for mm. so we'll take a break here i'll just make sure we're on the same page like mm-hmm. make sure like when you put um, the reflector that I don't get shadows on this side and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So we built that relationship where he doesn't take it as a fence. It's more mm-hmm. of us working together and trying to come up with a certain look. Right. And sometimes I'll just let him do his thing and then right. the outcome's great. Mm-hmm. So it just right, right, right. depends on who the photographer is. But I wow. think we have a great relationship. That's great. Yeah. I've always, like, I feel like... I feel like I be getting my fits off, but it's like no, I got no one to take these photos, and it's right, just like, thanks. dang, you really, but you right, and you say that you pay your photographer, yeah. and like that's a huge part of yeah. it. Right, I don't believe in free work. because mm-hmm. we have to live in this capitalist society. I do believe Yo. in free work, but because we live in a capitalist society, and I have to survive, oh, and we have to survive. Goodness. I believe in this. We could that girl. We can talk about that a little please, bit. Cause I no, have a please. I Capitalism, have, like, so I have, and it's so, and I, and I, whatever. I, I've been working on not judging myself for this, but like, literally, since I turned like twenty, when I finally like capitalism was like this real thing in my life i had always been like like i'm not gonna participate in this like money don't mean nothing to me like okay silly 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 (laughs) only to like you know get this motherfucking master's degree and realize like oh like i'm grown and like i don't want to like live at home and like i don't want to have to ask for money and like i want to travel the world and like right this means i must participate in capitalism exactly i have like literally like i went to saic and the point was like i'm a graduate and like be a poet like write these right. books and like if people buy them people buy them but like i'm just living my life right no like i need a paycheck you and i want that paycheck to like have a comma like every two weeks okay and you want benefits because what if you get sick <sighs> what if you get sick that's like a thousand dollar ride to the hospital once you get there on the testing you so it's just like as much as I want us to live in communities where we're helping one another and, you know, we're living with bubbles and whatever, I got to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And I can hate capitalism all I want, but I have to participate in it. I have to. But I do think there comes a time where it gets too much. Like the top 1%, they're doing a lot. They're right. Doing a lot. <laughs> I think that's the part. It's like... So I'm working at a museum and I'm getting a paper stub because I'm like temporary and I just like, I don't want to have a direct deposit. Um, And you can see what you're supposed to get Mm. versus what they give you. And I know that taxes is a real thing. I've had hella jobs, but I be getting direct deposit. I don't be seeing the fucking pay stub. (laughs) And that shit is so disheartening. What are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you taking my money? Why are you taking my money? Like, it's a huge difference. Like my last check... What is I don't which which one is the right net or gross? That's what I should have got, gross but they is, stole it from me. Yeah. Okay, so it was nine oh seven. They paid me seven thirty three. Uh. Do you wanna suck my booty through a straw <laughs> like Trina said? Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that it makes me mad. It makes me so mad. And then like so, um, I have a salary job and I'm making forty five thousand. Yeah. But everyone keeps being like, that's really like thirty two. Yeah. Fuck you. And <laughs> what is wrong with even, people? Don't even talk about when you have a four hundred one k and then you got you know medical and all that stuff. That brings it way down. Way down. Like, I'm glad I have a 401k, but I'm like, I could use that extra X amount of money every single month. Wow. So, it's just like you... First off, they... they, And then, at my job, we also get bonus checks. So, those get taxed separately. They get taxed at, like, almost 38, 39%. They're gross. So, I'm like, why would y'all give us a bonus check if y'all gonna take it back? (laughs) probably good for them right good for that's so crazy so and then but then it's so crazy because think about like these paychecks that have a comma comma every two weeks Mm -hmm. and how that helps and like i that's i want to have this like five-year plan to be like i'm gonna do this and Mm -hmm. like see it through but ultimately like i need to i need to live in paris like i'm a motherfucking black poet like that's like i have to do that it feels so (laughs) It would be silly. I feel like I'll be like 55 and being like, why didn't you do right. that? And I have to do it. But it's just like, what does it mean to like forfeit that? I'm sure I'm, I'm going to be living a really good life. Like this mm-hmm. is my first time ever getting a salary. But like, what is like, how do, how do we stay motivated? How do we stay dedicated to the craft when like right. what's giving us, what's allowing us to live and thrive is this job. And we're tired after work. I think what motivates me to, even if I do take a two-month break, whatever the the case may be, the thing that motivates me is this is what I want to do long-term. My passion is what I want to do long-term. So I want to be good at it. I want to be one of the best. So I'm going to always keep working. It doesn't matter when I work on it. As long as I work on it, that's all that matters. Because this year is temporary. So I'm going to do what I have to do here to make sure that but I got going on. My passion comes to fruition mm-hmm. in totality, mm-hmm. not just halfway mm-hmm. because I was kind of one foot in, one foot right. out type of thing. But in totality, I want this to come mm-hmm. to fruition. I mm-hmm. want to be good at it. And that me, I get so stressed because right, that's the vibe. And I know that that means I'm supposed to be coming home from work and doing poetry. Right. That's the hard part. It is a hard part. But I say, as long as you work on it, period. Because sometimes we. Don't put this pressure on ourselves. Okay. Don't put a pressure on As long as you work on it. As long as you work on it, that's all that matters. Because you're going to get done with it at Mm -hmm. some point. Mm -hmm. So. I need to hear that. And that's how you stay dedicated. Just like. Because I understand when I come home from work, I'm tired. So it's like, do I want to half-ass the work that I love? No, I'd rather wait till I got some time. Maybe on the weekend when I feel inspired, I'm ready to jump into this. Wow, wow! And your blog has a written component. Yes. So do you do you consider that that's a practice? Do you consider your writing practice a thing? Like, I don't. Mm -hmm, But people mm -hmm. tend to like my posts. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm, maybe mm -hmm. I do a little something. But growing up, I did do a lot of fan fictions and stuff like that. So (laughs) wait a minute. Please tell us what's your from what? Where did you make some fan fiction from? Number one was <laughs> I, I used to do you remember your B five? Okay, yes. <laughs> I used to be in all the forums, writing stories, reading stories, being a part of Wait. stories. Yeah, I was plots, <laughs> what? you know, character development, outfits, everything. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I have not written any fan fiction yet, <laughs> but I get it. 
I truly do. Yeah, and I used to be, this is kind of embarrassing, but I used to be into like the August Alcina fan fictions. Because <laughs> that's recent. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that is funny. No, I, I would consider myself extremely multidisciplinary. Like I mainly write poetry, but like, I started off writing like short fiction yeah, and like I paint and I really want it, but it's so interesting. And I'm, that's what I'm so excited about. Like, what does it mean to have a salary? Because it came to me at work today. I'm going to shoot. I have a web series. I wrote this web series called in the metropolis about, and, and the thing is I actually tried to shoot it before, but like I was in an old apartment, like my new apartment has so much space. It was yeah. my old apartment was just like a fucking column. And like, <laughs> it just, the, the shots weren't good. The camera wasn't good. Yeah. It was so many things that weren't good. And like, it feels good to be like, yo, I got the time over the summer and I should have the money. Cause right. I was, I paid people then I paid yeah. my actors $50 every time they came and the cameraman $50 every time he came but the shit just it was a bad bad thing but like I want like so right I have all these fucking like Mm -hmm. these these spaces that I exist in um and I don't know I I, I'm a fucking professional now (laughs) and I don't know what that means for my practice and in fact I'm I feel like I'm prioritizing my job. That's just where I'm at right now. Because you have to. Mm -hmm. That's your livelihood. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I know a lot of people feel bad about it, but I don't. Mm. Because this is the place that's going to allow me to travel. It's going to allow me to eat. It's going to allow me to shop for this blog. So Mm. I'm okay okay with not putting as much time now. Because I know in a few years, I don't want to even be working. So as I'm continuing to develop my craft, I'm going to get to that point where it's like, okay... People start noticing. People start seeing. People start wanting to do so. So I'm trying to get to a point where I can continue to push myself to grow, even like in a stressful environment, even when like working a full time job and it's just draining you. Continue to move forward because that's going to be like motivation. It's going to give you that mm-hmm. extra push because you right. know you have like a limited amount of time to do it, so you can reach X amount of goals in X amount of time or whatever. Right. Right. So that's the driving force behind that. Mm. Yeah. Do you have an accountability partner? I don't. I should probably get one. Mm-hmm. My my roommate tries to a lot. Okay. My friends will ask me, "Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't you haven't updated X Y Z in mm-hmm. a long time?" Are they creatives too? Um. Yeah, one is a creative. I would say mm-hmm. she's a creative because she does dance. Okay, um, okay. But, uh, the majority of my friends, I wouldn't say so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of we have a lot of business professionals mm-hmm. in our groups and, and PR and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So probably like one or two. Wow. Considered to be creatives, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's like a thing for me because i'm very like we are very much independent like right no one's telling us this deadline no one's being like you're supposed to do this then like we make our own rules Mm -hmm. so i need to like exist in a space where like that's true but like i'm a creative because i feel like this is it's my purpose and like it's Mm -hmm. gonna give something to the world so i have to like believe in the deadlines that i set for myself and like that's where i like i'm struggling with and like I feel bad. Like, why am I judging myself? Like, I'm going to die one day. Like, I, I, I believe that. That's how I live my life. And I get mad at myself when I, like, am mad at myself about, like, feeling like I'm not going to reach my fucking right. September 9th deadline. Um, because I just need to live. I just need to exist. Um, but it's crazy because, no, I don't. I have to make money. 
I don't just I don't just get to live and right. just exist. I need to make money. I know it's just it's a really hard pill to swallow. And I'm I'm 26. Why am I just getting it? I think now is the time to fall, fail, mm. do all. It's hard. And I, we ain't got no kids. We ain't got no kids. Come on, fail wow. all you want to, please. Before wow. you have kids and you have another life to take care of, another person to literally develop. Wow. So I say now is the time to make those mistakes. If you know you can't reach certain deadlines, you gonna know later on when you're fully immersed in your craft. How to? I should have said this type of deadline because I know for a fact I don't meet it. Mm-hmm. So you know, you kind of get to know yourself over time. And so mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I get why they say trust the process because the process is gonna help you understand yourself a lot. No, later. that's that's my. I be trying to make that my mantra, but. The process be stressing me out. <laughs> like do. stress, let it stress you out, kick you down, but you can always learn something in the process of getting back up. So. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So, what would it take to be like? Okay, this nine to five job has been helping me out, but I find like I feel like my life as a content creator, as mm-hmm. a fashionista, as a blogger, like I feel comfortable enough to leave my like. What would that take? It would take proper planning. Mm-hmm. It would take me being financially ready to make that leap. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere where I'm going to be able to take care of myself for X amount of time, which gives me not a lot of time to really fully immerse myself mm-hmm. in being mm-hmm. a content creator and developing those relationships that's going to allow me to live the life that I want to. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. How does... I'm, I'm, I always love talking to people on the show about like Chicago. Like, where do, What does Chicago have... To, how does that help this plan? What does Chicago have to do with this plan? How does yeah. living in Chicago affect you? Anything. Yeah. This I think is my sh- favorite city in the <laughs> in the United States because not in the world. Yeah, I, I love, absolutely love Chicago. I think Chicago is a great place for like a foundation. Mm. It's a major city. You can make a lot of connections here, but it's not so big like New York, which okay. is like the belly of the bees one of the stomping grounds wow, of fashion yes. so it's like let me do what i have to hear do here to make sure that I, when i do get to the point that i'm fully invested and you know know that i'm ready to move over there and really tackle that exactly scene, i'll be ready mm-hmm. so i think chicago is a very great transition city but overall i love it mm-hmm. ideally if i could have a home here and a home out there that would be awesome yes. but let me not get ahead of myself no, we have, and that's the, I feel like that's like, I think so much about like, um, like manifesting and like astrology oh, yeah. and like, it's just like this intense thing in my life. And like, I literally manifest things into my life. Same. And like, that's real. I manifest um, a lot. I feel like New York is a huge part of creativity. Like, yeah. like you have to like have space there. And I feel like Chicago feels more affordable to me and like that's why i'm here like it feels yeah. like like but otherwise like right new york is the other option because yeah. i'm not trying to drive and like <laughs> the big city life is this is a big rich job do you watch power i haven't watched it in a couple seasons oh my so. goodness this new episode was a lot i'm like why was do they write it? like this like they are out of control is oh my goodness dead? that's all i need to know you were the one know yeah I she did okay thank god yes i've been wanting her dead since episode one <laughs> you know they never, always be doing that flashback i'm like i wish they had stopped with this flashback I back to the nightclub oh my goodness i never liked her that makes me oh thinking about tv shows i'm just thinking about like fashion and shows and mm-hmm. like did you watch euphoria 
I haven't watched it. Ah, they HBO. were serving. Look, I'm I terrible. saw Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw her look. Serving, serving, serving Manny Santos. I'm trying to. Grownish. Do you watch Grownish? Yeah, I watch Grownish. They serve yeah, looks. No. Like, I'm like. You always just have to like enter this world where like yeah college students can dress like this but like no <laughs> right we didn't know no. like that but I was like they they doing thing with um what's her name on the show Zoe mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I'm trying to think of like other shows where I'm just like I feel like I'm always thinking about shows in their oh Pose oh. I feel like they do such a good job I love Pose. yes and it fits so well with the theme mm-hmm. or the time that they're mm-hmm. trying to portray mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is so spot on. I love I wonder the shoulder pads yes. the cinch waist the ugh I'm so Love intrigued it. by like period pieces like that, like, and that's how you know that like clothing is fashion because oh, yeah. like these things are like archived. Exactly. I'm like, how like where they find all these clothes from? Because they literally do look like they're from this time period, exactly. and like they're just like hidden somewhere, exactly. and like, and it's crazy how like over time the fashion game just kind of changes. It seems to be kind of like an every decade thing. Mm, it's like, no, like literally. It's like subconsciously do it because you go like from the afros and like, you know, like the short Ooh, shorts. Do you think it's all ruled by capitalism or is it ruled by creativity? Yeah, of course it's ruled by capitalism. Because as a designer, you got to live. Mm-hmm. As an artist, you got to live. You got to keep creating. You have mm-hmm. to top the competition. You got to bring something new, something fresh, wow. something innovative that's mm-hmm. going to make you stand out from the competition mm-hmm. make you the number one you mm-hmm. know most recognized brand mm-hmm. so yeah of course wow you they have to feed themselves so they have to keep pumping out ah great literally ah literally did you get any of the uh, baby fat collection that i didn't i don't me trust either, me either. I, didn't trust, I don't trust forever 21 <laughs> <laughs> and their no. collaboration mm. Ooh, so tell me do you have a feeling about fast fashion like no, girl, okay. that's what I buy. Right. I'm right, sorry, right, right. That's only that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember uh, when I was in art school, that was such a conversation. And I'm like, this is definitely from Forever 21. <laughs> like, yeah. These pants are from Forever 21. Like, certainly. I should never, they're just, honestly, yeah. we just got to get real. Fast fashion is functionable. Mm. It's functionable. We yes. all can afford it for the most part. When, when we're talking designer by designer, you're spending $100 per piece. Right. When Quality saying, things, but yeah, I ain't got it. I can get these jeans for $10.99. Nine? What? <laughs> I'm like every single pair of jeans I got was from like some sale at Forever Twenty One for like exactly yes. ten ninety nine stretchable jeans. Right. That is hilarious. So it's like as much as we try for like you know get rid of fast fashion, sustainability, and in, in fashion mm. and all that stuff, you kind of can't achieve that in a capitalist society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless you, yeah. like, decide you're wearing a uniform. Right. I've seen people opt into that. Like, one of my old advisors only wore, a, like, a janitor's, like, dicky navy oh, jumpsuit. Every, that's all he wore. Every day? Every day. Different colors, at least? The same one. Oh, and wow. I don't know if he was, like, <laughs> if he had, like, seven of them. <laughs> but, no, that's all I've ever seen him in. And that was, like, and I, I get that. And I'm trying to adapt something like that where I have, like, these 14 rotating outfit type things yeah, so it, was, like it the, just feels uh, easier minimalist almost. exactly exactly i wish i could do a minimalist lifestyle i you know i damn near do because i work i wear the same three outfits mm-hmm. so, I, I so your you. work life but like oh, outside of that right right i work like <laughs> I, wherever whatever is clean that's when i'm wearing work <laughs> i don't really care that is so funny everyone keeps talking about some yeah, you should wake up at four thirty so you got time to really enjoy your morning. Who said that? Like, yeah, I gotta be downtown <laughs> at eight thirty. I'd be leaving the house at eight. Yeah, that's Who said 
that. What no. well, and I just like I'm like, are we so like is the goal to like master that nine to five or do we just like do our best and like we're trying to escape that shit like do, do your best right like we're trying to master the no, game like absolutely not I, this is what i always say about corporate america whatever I don't know if i know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> we don't know i don't care if you a c oh you a you a lmao i don't care what you are we don't know what we talking about. <laughs> Everybody just taking notes. <laughs> so I'm not gonna hear, sit here, and just try to. So I'm trying to, you know, girl, hell no. Let me focus on what I love. I just get my check and go. Thank you. Wow, the check. I'm I'm so interested. Like I keep tweeting. Like my Twitter is officially a paycheck stand account. Like <laughs> it just took me so long to like get here. My dad is always like, I I don't want to say I told you so, but you're saying I told you so, Dad. <laughs> um, but I, I'm telling you, I since like 20, I've been on some like I don't need no job. That job shit is wet. Cause my dad has had the same job since I was two months old. Dang. So he gets a paycheck. Like he he understands what a paycheck does and like. He's always like, oh, you feel this way because I go to work and I get these checks and I can help you out if you need help. If I weren't able to do that, you would want the paycheck. And he respect, like he cut me off low key. Like, and like, (laughs) I get that. I'm grown. I'm fucking grown. I need to be getting married and having kids grown. (laughs) And like, I I needed that push because otherwise, like, I don't, I probably would have just always like depended on him. Um, and because I only depend on myself, I have to participate in capitalism. You and have to. I'm there mentally. And you have to. I, two months ago, <laughs> two years ago, I would have never been like that. Like, I'm like, a job. Like, right. Nah, I'm going to like write these poems and like the money will come to me with ease. <laughs> like, I'd be manifesting that shit. Like, <laughs> I always tell people my number one goal in plan A in life was to do nothing. <laughs> that was literally it. On a beach. Just to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Plan B was college. Of course, my mom forced me to go to college. So that's why I'm here, guys. That's why I'm here, because my mom forced me. But that's it. In life, I think life, I I think it might be because I started going to therapy, but Mm. I just view life as just some... Do your benefits help with that? Or... Yes. For sure, because I would not be able to crank out the 100 whatever dollars she does every single session. Wow. They cut it down to like $25 a session. Wow. How frequently a month? I go every week. Ooh! Ooh, yes, big paycheck, Merv. Be making these big checks. Ah, no, that's good. No, like literally, like that's my plan with my benefits. Like yeah. I'm trying to find a therapist ASAP. It. Yeah, I found her on um, Black Girl Therapy, mm. and I put in the, the parameters I wanted right next wow. to Bryce. I can go during like my lunch break. She's literally in the next building over. Wow. So I can go during my lunch break, so I don't have to because she only works like between like seven and five. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Like, I have to do younger, it. older. She's older. Ooh, Black okay. Black woman for sure. That's that was one of my number mm-hmm. one things. I needed someone that can kind of connect with me. And then now over like the last six months, she's like my auntie or like you know someone I say is like a you know older female figure in my life. Wow, yeah. that's dope. No, like I love therapy like and i just like that's i'm paychecks are it's right we have we have to talk about this right like how do you realistic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we have to be realistic we have to get paychecks and i want to literally cultivate my life where like at least for two hours after work i do work on my passion like 
it's but is possible. that asking too much of yourself two hours it is asking too much of myself it is. you might want to spread it but out. i like think about the like homecoming um <laughs> netflix oh, series yeah. and, like beyonce she pushed herself too hard but like the outcome is like homecoming which yeah, was so beautiful in this but she but her only job is beyonce mm. she is her passion project I think from I get scared because if I don't do that, I'm going to participate in capitalism in that way for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to like, it's going to be, because the thing is, this is what we trick ourselves into. Beyonce is a capitalist and she's so. just being Beyonce. So you can very much be a June Amber Rose right. and like Ambrose. How do you say her June name? Ambrose. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so oh, Amber Rose, right? <laughs> and that's Amber Rose. Isn't that a person? Yeah. Yikes! I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm not proud. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, but right, and I I think about that even myself. Gwendolyn Brooks and like Nikki Giovanni, mm-hmm. like they are capitalists who like made money off this. And I think that's where I like am always like I I be on this capitalist train, but then I'd be like literally like, but like my creative arts can do that too. Yeah. But it's so much about luck and timing and Lovely, who you right. know, I'm and it's just like ah! having the resources. We want to talk about that part. Having the resources. You can be as talented as you want to be. But if you ain't got the resources to cultivate that, I mean, I'm sorry, but it ain't going to work out. Wow. That makes me um, think about um, <laughs> we should go into our... Um, well, if you... Just, I don't know. Do you have anything else to tell our listeners just about you as a creative or like just talking about you're this creative who's had a nine to five for Mm -hmm. the last two years um, and you're still thriving in that. So like maybe like a word of wisdom, a mantra or something before we move into the next section. A word of wisdom. Timing is super important. Timing is everything. Even if you feel like you don't have the time to do something like right after work, if you're able to carve out that time period and you see how in that time that you've carved out, how much you're growing, how much you're learning, how much you're feeling like the love that you have for your passion, that's all that's going to matter. Wow. That's all that's going to matter. And being consistent with it too. Even if you got to take a break, that's okay. That's okay because the people that support you are going to support you regardless. And that's the one thing that keeps me going. And if I have to take a break, I know I'm always be good. It's because mm-hmm. people support me. And I'm ever so thankful for that. Right. it doesn't matter if I You're take a, a year human. break, a six-month break, they get it. Mm-hmm. And they always come back and they support. They're commenting on my blog, on my website. So I'm like getting that traffic there. And they're commenting on my Instagram post and just telling me, how much I mean for that. One guy even told me, um, you're the reason why I started my blog. Wow, that's so sweet. You know, something that I started just out of like boredom one Mm -hmm. summer. Right. Had that type of impact on someone. Exactly, exactly. So I think just like having that timing, that knowing that it doesn't matter if you can't do it every day for two hours but you know this week i did two hours next week let me go aim for four whatever mm, the timing is trying always, yeah you're trying mm. and you know you're building and you're gonna eventually get into that steady flow wow that have you read the four agreements yeah I love yes the four agreements. that makes me right you're just supposed to do your best that's and it. if your best is that like you're tired after work like that's go to okay. sleep like you're not supposed to like force yourself mm-hmm. that's something i i keep because i think for me 
I am 100% a free spirit and I lack a lot of discipline and like mm-hmm. but I, I feel like I, I've accomplished a lot of my life I'm very proud of my life um, but I know that like imagine what it would mean to like have a routine and like right. and have be strict discipline. on myself right yeah. I think discipline is what separates goods from greats mm. that's really all all it is and I heard you on your, your podcast you're talking about 10,000 hours mm-hmm. that's, that's all discipline mm-hmm. you keep going you know what you might not get your 10,000 hours in like X amount of years but it might take a little bit younger that's okay 10,000 hours is 10,000 hours wow across the board. You yes. said, I have that discipline to keep going regardless yes just always keep going and you're gonna get there and you're being consistent with yourself and also being honest with yourself wow so if you know you can't take two hours a day every single right. day don't even put that goal on yourself Ooh. don't put that pressure on yourself it don't matter you're you right so and I'm gonna do what I gotta do you're gonna get when I gotta do exactly. it and that's just what exactly. it is wow 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 so um <laughs> i'm hot i'm so ridiculous um we're gonna move into my favorite portion of the show um actually i wanted to say this because daryl's not here i wanted to call this show or this portion uh so fetch, so fetch. <laughs> and he was so against it and, and now it's called i stand i stand did oh. you do you have some things you're saying i do have some um i stand right now i'm big time standing for normani yes when that motivation yes him, Girl, i love twitter yay. for keeping me up to date because me too, i don't know too. that i would have like encountered it same, otherwise same. like yeah. I, I like some of her other music as well i think she's still developing as an artist mm-hmm. so you know it's gonna take her some time to exactly. really get to her exactly potential but mm-hmm. i'm loving what i'm seeing from her right now yes yes Bring and i think she performed same. that on the vma so i need to check it out today did you watch the vma yeah. performance yeah it, it was good it, it was good yeah mm-hmm. her dancing is because and last year, I think, didn't she do that, like, crazy split or something? Like, yeah, because she was performing with, who was it, Khaled? No. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because they have that uh, Love Lies, yes, Khaled. Mm-hmm. They have that song together. So That's she, the first time yeah, I heard like, that spin. She did, right. Like, yes. Oh, no. And I watched the, what is that, the, like, one scene where they're, like, in front of, like, the city. And I'm just like, oh, yes. Yeah. After the booty, yes. uh, the right. basketball booty. <laughs> Yes. Ooh. No. Okay. That's a good thing. That was real. One take. I'm like, and what? Because her coordination. Her shirt says like what? 1995 or something. 1996. She's a baby. She's a baby. <laughs> I thought she was a little bit older, but yeah, she's a baby. What is that? 96. She's 23. Wow. And, but I feel like Megan The Stallion is about that age too, like 24. No, Megan The Stallion is that. Yeah, she's my age. Wow. Yeah, we're the same year. Okay, my first I stand is a black lady sketch show. I cannot stop talking about I, I it. I've heard good things about oh, it. Oh my goodness. And specifically, um, so episode one, there's a sketch called A Motel Meltdown. And okay, so it's all four of the characters and Robin Thede like pulls up late or whatever. They're like yeah. all having like temptations clothes and she goes, um, they're about to pre- perform and she pulls up and she's like, also, I'm about to flip it and dip it try to keep up but it's just so funny because i wonder if like this show was shot like they took a lot of scenes and like edited it because the fact that she said also like no one had no one was talking (laughs) and she said also and that's like that's the part that gets me so much and like basically they're supposed to be singing this song called holding hands in the ice cream shop oh but robin thede's character has (laughs) remixed it and it's Fucking you in the ice cream shop. Oh and then like, oh. <laughs> I know so 
many of these lyrics. I'm so embarrassed. She goes, um, she was like, once a week, I let out the kitchen. <laughs> Every other night, she'll fuck me and my brother. And then, like, one of the... Because the rest of them, like, this song is about holding hands in the ice cream shop. So, um, this this is... What's her name? Ashley. I feel so bad. Like, I don't, I literally know Ashley. Robin Thede's name and Quinta Brunson, Danielle Brooks, and I oh, Ashley is her name, but I can't remember the rest of her name. Ash- you talking about the girl from the, um, Insecure? No, not Yvonne Orgy. Like, no, she, no, the light-skinned girl. No, no, no. What's her name? Uh, Amanda, not Amanda. Amanda. I haven't seen her on that show yet. I've seen Issa Rae, Yvonne Orji, Angela Bassett, Ooh. Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine's favorite books. Oh, um, did you ever watch the Carmichael show? Uh, no. Oh, my, she was careful. so good on that. Was she? Yes. Uh, no, okay. I'm, I can't even talk about both times <laughs> meltdown, but that girl who, I feel bad, I can't remember her name, but she goes, um, <laughs> she said in the myriad of things she could do <laughs> but like she was saying like she could choose to like have sex with you and your brother or she has a lot of other options True. i just love when people True. use the word myriad and it's just a funny funny sketch and i feel like it's so interesting because like a lot of people have been like not liking it in oh, the way yeah. that they I didn't that like too, yeah. yeah a lot of people didn't like this new season of uh she's gotta have it and i felt so connected and it's interesting because another one of my eye stands is the chance rapper album i'll get there but i feel like it's so interesting with me and maybe it's because i've been in so many white spaces all my life yeah. that if i feel seen that be enough like I was like when when I hear people's critique of the show, I see mm-hmm. it and it's valid. Yeah. But I be on some like yo, like these are Black my women. my first YouTube show or like my first YouTube channel. I had a sketch show, like I was writing sketches myself. Yeah. So to be like, I feel seen. Like they got this HBO show, and even with like Nola Darling, like I feel seen. Like it's like this like black woman with an MFA, like trying to figure this shit out, mm-hmm. like in a big city. So I it's so hard for me to find the critique of it, and it's like. I hear people what people are saying about the show, but I think it's funny as fuck. And I, I wonder, I be having blinders on sometimes, like because I feel seen. I feel like this is for me. Like, mm-hmm. ain't nothing bad I'm gonna say about this show. I feel yeah. I think a lot of people get the scene part, but then they start going a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we always playing this one role? What's mm-hmm. why are you guys only have like you know light skinned black women? Mm-hmm. You know, really trying to create kind of like environment of inclusivity right rather than just like stereotype or exactly like exactly leaving people out exactly that thing. So right i think that's where like right and there have been a, a few characters level. who like i don't like the way they like their talk like they've like yeah. decided to like adapt this certain accent right i'm standing a black lady sketch show like i like i need, really, to, I need to watch it it comes out on fridays and i mr royal premiere I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Big Brother. Like, come get me. Right. <laughs> Do you have a second I stand? Because I, I have another if you don't. No, go ahead. Okay, go it's ahead. Um, Juicy by Doja Cat. Like, I oh, can't stop. Yes. So, it's the video and she did a colors. So, like. She did all oh, when she was just, like, mm-hmm. standing with the mic. Yeah. She is just. I stand her. Like, she's super. Baby, where'd you get all those thighs from? 
Because when she first did Moo or whatever. That's where I first found her. Right. Yeah, and then too. I was talking to someone about it recently and they were like, we didn't know she was thick because she was wearing like a onesie. Yeah. And I was like, right. Because I was like, I seen her there. I was like, how did not, that's a lot to not have seen. Yeah. I think I saw like one of her Instagram lives. I was like, girl. I seen her at a concert and I was like, okay. But no, Juicy, she say, if you could see it from the front, wait till you see it from the back, 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 back. And yes, this is going to be definitely the song for the episode. Like, that's what this is going to play in the intro and at the break because I, I truly stand that song. And the last thing I say, I feel like there's so many things. Like, I'm just going to go in. Um, candles. Like, candles have just been such a huge part. And like, candles should, oh, you should always have candles in the home. Yes. I don't care who you are, you should they are such a, like, I've been like, you know, like, just having candles, like, like lights off in my room with candles going and it's just like such a vibe yeah it is such a vibe Uh, yes i've got a eucalyptus plant and i put Mm. some in my shower and like and i don't know like exactly if it's working but it smells great in there and it looks beautiful yeah and like that's this thing um i'm sitting like it feels like right we've been in chicago it to me it feels like summer is ending it is and like i stand how much Chicagoans appreciate summer and like we We take that shit serious and like we stay in the city because the summer is so lit and like I'm just like last winter was a little intense for me because it was the first time since I moved back from Florida that I I was I was finessing I was like going on like trips abroad every winter Mm -hmm. and so I would I wouldn't be here the whole time but last winter I was here the whole fucking winter um but it's cool because the MCA actually has this, like, so it's been there for two years and it's a five-year project. If you go to the MCA and you just walk straight back, it's free. No, You don't. You never oh, have really? to pay to go straight back. But there's this artist back there. His name is Brandon Francis. I feel bad. I don't remember his name right now. But it's a five-year installation. And basically, it's always supposed to feel like summer in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it's, like, hella plants on the ceiling. And then, like, it's, like, facing the courtyard. And there's, like, these, like couches that are also like they could be turned into like sunbathing chairs and it's like i'm like i'm taking that up because last winter was intense for me like i mean i granted i like went through a breakup and stuff but as soon as the summer came i felt so different like sun is real and like i'm like i'm gonna like so it's basically it's like this like it's an art installation that's like a sad lamp the seasonal uh I don't know something disorder affecting disorder I don't know but like they have lamps that like can correct that for you but the that room in the museum is supposed to be that thing um so just like being like I live in Chicago and like this summer is so lit and like winter is this real thing and it's really long and like standing like my resilience and being like i'm ready for it like i know that it's coming like i yeah. literally know that it's been windy as fuck like it's coming i know right it's we coming had, we had about a good five weeks of summer six weeks of summer and, and it's, it's done and it's i'm good. happy that i enjoyed i had a great <laughs> summer like i went to movies in the park so many times i, I went to that free uh house music festival like just everything yeah, sometimes shy is legendary yes i see where people come from wherever they had to hear because honestly we don't have it so much that it has to be lit when we do have it because <laughs> it started i like was looking <laughs> on my archive on my insta story and it was like may 26 and i had a scarf wrapped in my, <laughs> my face i was like this is not okay i was cold on may 26 right like, it was snowing yes yes and right and i'm i feel like i hope and okay i'm buying a snowsuit i said it 
Like I am. I'm commuting to school in a snowsuit, and I'm not. I'm not ashamed. No, honestly, I, I don't blame you. Wow. <laughs> because it's. I know that it's coming, and I want to like thrive in it because. As I was like this this summer, I was like, well, why why would you stay in a city that doesn't have sunlight and you feel so much better in sunlight? Um, but I'm just gonna prepare, and it's just gonna be the thing. And like, I feel like I'm like in a space of like hosting. Like, I really am trying to like build community like Same. in my home. It's so important. I agree. Hold yourself accountable to I that. Agree. Like, because like my home is like my safe, safe mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like this barrier against me and like the real world and not having to think about work once I because my room is my sanctuary. I got this new mattress from bed that I just like seep into like I just my home is my sanctuary so I gotta really kind of like protect that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow okay do you have another I stand you stand something oh girl I just did oh I stand you gonna hate me I stand the Popeye's chicken salad no same but okay please help me out I had one in May yeah, it's been they, there for a while. Exactly. Okay. Just like okay, pick those feet okay. out of nowhere, and I think it probably has to do with like how they like started the marketing. Like some people were saying, like, they just parts. got introduced to other cities. Yeah, we just lit because we Chicago. Yeah. and so you've been getting for forty seven the cottage, right? Yeah. Right. right me too. Yeah. Right. I remember it. Like it was cold. Me and my friend Delacia went there because she lives right on forty seventh yeah. Ellis. We pulled up over there. We saw it on the window. They be having the ads right, out there. So that's, that was my thing. I think I've had seven before it even became a huge thing on the internet. Yeah, it's been out for a while, but you know how internet yeah. is. One but it's, no, it's so good. It really it's is. Nice. That's why I've had seven of them. It's, it's great, honestly. <laughs> yes. They actually ran out until Wednesday. Of the 47 the cottage. They put that on a, what, a handwritten yeah, well, sign? I, I had went in there. I'm like, you know, I want me a sandwich. But then she's like, oh, we're sold out until Wednesday. I'm like, I guess I got to get the chicken tenders. Ooh, but do you know the real tea is at that one? I be what? getting a two-piece dark with a biscuit. That only costs $3.20. Really? Yes. And it's not on the menu. And this is how I found out about it. I was like, this is when I, I had just came back from Atlanta. So I was like, yes. new to eating meat again. And I just... I feel like I hadn't had Popeye since, like, my mama used to order it for me. So, I, like, literally didn't know what to order. And then, like, the guy at the register was, like, um, the best, like, cheap thing is a two-piece dark and a biscuit. And he rang it up. And I was like, ooh, that's a good price. And I went back the next day, and I'm looking on the menu. And that shit not on the menu. And then... That's a hack. I need to try that. Two-piece dark and, like, literally ordered... And it's not on the menu. They're so so sassy. But it's three twenty there, and I ordered it in the West Loop, and it was $5.99. I said that was the West Loop. You know how they just mark everything. And then I don't know if you see my Insta story the other day, but they literally are like, I'm ordering my food and I see them put two chicken sandwiches up there and they got a sign that say no chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I said, sir, there's two chicken sandwiches back there, and he's like, those are for online orders. And by the time oh I got gosh. my food, it was like twenty back there. Oh but they definitely gosh. was just like. You know, the little bag they come in. They weren't even folding them cute. <laughs> they were just like, people are stressed. I, you hear me? Oh, yeah. I, they're good, though. I like they it. are. Yeah. I, I like the spicy. And food. more What's affordable it? than fucking Chick-fil-A sandwich. Okay. If you just order a Chick-fil-A sandwich by itself, it's like five twenty. Yeah. Uh, that shit yeah. is, I and think it turned out to be like four thirty something Because it's like three ninety nine. Yeah. 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 I nope. really like it. Put some honey on the bun. Oh, I didn't do all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Put some honey on the bun. And it's just delicious. Yummy. I think I put some hot sauce on it too. They out till Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, they're out till Wednesday. Oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> How do y'all run out of the chicken sandwich at the chicken shop? Oh, my God. How does that work? I'm so stressed out. I hope y'all go get one and don't let the internet no, make y'all feel like it. y'all it's can't. Good. They good. The high, and what Megan and Stallion said is the key to uh, strong knees. Yeah. <laughs> get you a Popeye's chicken so you can be out here popping it like Real Megan chicken. Stallion. What she said? Hot chicken shit? <laughs> yeah, hot chicken shit. <laughs> I am dead. Thank you so much, Mary. For, we, yeah, we've been on some bullshit since you pulled up. <laughs> But I'm so excited that we have this episode. Yes, yes, no, like I really wanted to talk about like a whole last nine to five, but still yeah. a creative. Like it's possible, and in fact, like it helps. Yeah. You just have to like frame yourself in that, and like yeah, just be realistic, stay true to yourself. Don't try to rush yourself. I think a lot of us do that. It's rushing to mm. meet, be this person by X age. Come on now, mm. let it be. Your work would be a whole lot purer that way. Thank you, sister. Of course not. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. This was a great time. Um, Well, yes, we will be back in another two weeks with another episode of Contemporaries. It will be Daryl in Detroit. And I'm sure he has has stories about the chicken sandwich, too. Like, everyone's talking about the chicken sandwich everywhere. Um, But, yes, thank y'all for tuning in. It was Contemporaries, the podcast. And we are out of here live from the Windy City.